Welcome to the most unbiased, unfiltered podcast in Bulls Nation. Welcome to the Bulls Guys Podcast. We are your Bulls Guys. I'm your co-host, K-Dub, and this is my co-host, Kataka. What's going on, people? Kataka, this is a very anticipated podcast, it seems, man. We've been having trouble getting on the air. Our Bulls got knocked out of the playoffs situation, and um, we're going to give our thoughts right after this break. Bulls Guys podcast gives Bulls fans the latest Bulls news, rants, and information that they can't find anywhere else. Catch K-Dub and Kataka on the Bulls Guys podcast. The Bulls Guys podcast can now be heard on YouTube. Get all your latest news, debates, rants right here on the Bulls Guys podcast. back on the Bulls guys podcast so Kataka rough night for me man um this was a very very tough loss the Bulls lose to the Heat 102 to 91 um a hard four game the Bulls was pretty much neck and neck with the Heat all the way until the fourth quarter three about three minutes in the fourth quarter Bulls with a five-point lead and Jimmy Butler gets fouled by Caruso on a three-point play and then Jimmy comes down and give a, a, a pass, a no-look pass to Struess for a layup and tie the game. And then they went downhill from there. The Bulls never was the same after those two plays in which the Heat tied the game up. And um, the, the Heat finished the game on, what, like a 10-0 run or something along those lines? Yeah. And uh, it, was, it was over, man. And it was like, um, I'm not going to lie, because I, I took this one really hard, brother. Yeah, I think uh, all of Chicago took a hard man, including myself, because this was a game, man, that for a fact we would match up evenly, that we was mm-hmm. going to make it real competitive, man. But it was just some costly mistakes and some, some bad coaching at the, at the very end mm-hmm. that cost us this game. Yeah, man, uh, I, don't, I don't know for the life of me why um, Andre Drummond was taken out of this game. And I don't know why he was taken out of the game all of the season like you know Billy Donovan I don't know what it is with Drummond well he don't like him or something like that but man it's like this guy can't stay inside in the game this coach keeps pulling him from the game and this was a point in time where Drummond was getting rebounds he was getting blocked shots he was getting putbacks he was giving us life and breathing life into us and then this coach takes him out and then he just destroys us on the inside getting easy layups from um, Billy uh, um, from Jimmy Butler from out of bio attacking the rim and getting fouled and a layup like it was just soon as he went out it was like the floodgates opened to attack the rim for Miami Heat I think what it was man it seems like Billy Donovan is is trying to show loyalty you know since he's like three per se that you know he want to make sure that he gets back in the game and get his touches you know I think that's what it is man because I mean even Ray Charles can see that man dude drumming you know what I'm saying was you know he was he was handling his business in the paint and the rebounds and they had no they had no they had nothing for him but Miami Miami Heat so some type of loyalty to him you know what I'm saying so yeah man but why take out Drummond and why not play them together like Drummond was really helping man and to take him out 
that combined with the all them threes that Struz hit, man. Oh my goodness. He, he murdered us with those threes, Kataka. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. I think what happened, man, it just they let this dude get on the hot street. You know what I'm saying? They had no no answer for him because he was just coming off them picks. They were setting up them single and double picks and our guards, you know, and it's been like this all season that, you know, they can't get around the picks, the, the screens. So yeah, man, I mean bad bad defense, bad perimeter defense. And I hope there's something that they address, man, in the offseason. And then to have Jimmy Butler drop 31 on us and celebrate the way he was doing on us, man, it made this one extra hard to lose to him, man. I blame him for the demise of the 2015 Chicago Bulls team. And ever yeah. since he's left, bro, he's he's basically just tortured this organization, bro. Um, Yeah, he's a prima donna, man. You got to add Dwayne Wade in that mix, too, because Dwayne planted that seed and then so. – Man, the season is over, brother. I mean, and Bulls fans, it's over. And it, listen, I really thought going into this game, and we had it for the most part. Yeah, it's just we did a lot of a lot wrong in those last final three minutes. You know, but yep. this this game was this game was winnable, man. Yeah, man, it was it was man. I mean, the matchup was. I think they gave. I think Vegas odds gave. Miami Heat a fifty two percent chance of winning. Yeah, they were fifty two percent favorites to going into yeah, this game to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was, it was pretty close, man. Yeah, it's it's a wrap, man. And I hope they got a lot of decisions to make, man. I got seven. They got what seven guys, man. They got to make decisions on three of them are unrestricted free agents. Two are restricted, mm-hmm. and two got to play got player options. So, um. Out of that seven, man, I would rather only keep two, two people, mm-hmm. and that's Javante. I feel like this 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 game was winnable, and I feel like um this game was basically a telltale sign of what needs to change going forward next season. The coach definitely needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We need a new head coach. He don't know how to utilize these guys and utilize this roster. This roster is is a really good roster, and you mm-hmm. give this roster to a lot of these coaches around the league, they'll make a better use of this roster. Mm-hmm. First of all, Drummond wouldn't have been out the game based on the impact that he had in the fourth quarter. Why would you take him out? Right. Somebody goes 10 for 20, or somebody goes 20 for 20 and hit every shot in, in, in the fourth quarter, you take him out, That there's people looking at you like you're crazy. Yep. He didn't do nothing wrong to get pulled from the game. So I don't understand why did he take him out unless he wanted to lose. Right. And I'm starting to feel like that because he's doing – he's making the coaching adjustments that don't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. And and it's been like this all season, K-Dub. And that's that's the sad part, man. His 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 game planning is, is – man, he does not adjust whatsoever. He very rarely adjusts at all. You know, uh, but as far as coaches, I mean, who would you see? I mean, who was who's available up other than Yudoka? Um, I mean, we have to see who's going to get fired over the next couple of weeks. Um, but, man, I mean, like I was telling my wife, I'm like, shoot, we don't necessarily have to have no big name brand coach, really. Let me look at Mike Brown, which coach of the year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And rightfully deserved. You know, he took that team, even though he got fired about 100 times, you know what I'm saying? But he was under some good 
tutelage of different different top coaches, man, that he got got a system bound pat and it's it's working with the right they got the right players and we just need the right coach that that the players can, you know, vibe off of, you know what I'm saying, that they'll listen to. I don't think deep down. The Heat only had 10 threes in this game, believe it or not, though. Who's that? The Miami Heat. Yeah, and it was quality threes, too. 10 for 30. Yeah, the back breaking happened at the wrong time. Um, Struess with 31 in this game, man. I don't know how the hell he even get 31. He hit like five threes in a row. <sighs> yeah, man. This is just like, pathetic, what, bro. This is 17 just... in the first quarter, I think. First half. See, coming into next year, I need a Chicago Bulls team that thinks defense first and points last. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to outscore teams that come into these games just trying to score, not realizing that the other team on the other side can match their scoring. You have to shut teams down. Right. And I don't care what, what, what era we're in and how the league is now. Chicago Bulls basketball has always been defensively first, mm-hmm. score second. Yep. Unless you got Michael Jordan on your damn team. But even they were defensive-minded. Even that team would too. Yeah, look, at it's them, like... look at them old Bulls games when they grab rebound and get a steal. They pushing every – and that's another thing. Everybody don't run. The, man, when they get a steal, man, it's only like one or two people down on the other end of the court. Everybody else is on the other half. I, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get that. So, yeah, you're right. Defense. Well, you got to look on the bright side of this. AK got to make some moves now. He has to. He don't have a choice. He had a choice last year. He had a choice this year. But I mean, he had a choice at the at the, at the um, trade deadline this year. Mm-hmm. But now that everything has unfolded, if he don't make a move this offseason, he's gonna look really bad. Yeah. You telling me that you brought a team that was a six seed last year back because you had confidence in them? There was a six seed, got eliminated in the first round, won one game. How did you believe in them? Then they come into this season, no playing game. I mean, mm-hmm. no, they had a playing game, but failed to make the playoffs. Right. What's your excuse to bring this team back next year? Right. You got Patrick Beverly. You had Andre Drummond. It still didn't work. And I still think most of our problem is coaching. Yeah. So even if you make that decision and keep the same roster, I'll be cool with that. But you got to do one or the other. You got to either change the players to match Billy style. Or you got to fire him and hire somebody else that can train that can better use this roster. But something yeah, I, has to be done. Yeah, I agree with you, but I'm a uh, it's a part that I disagree. Uh, if you bring Billy back, you still man still got to make a few roster changes, and it starts with point guard. Second, you got to have a bona. Fide That's what I just said. Forward. I said if we bring him back, we have to make roster changes. Yeah, because his style, he wants to play fast and listen. That might, it might work for him if you give him the right players that he needs. But I don't think you could beat nobody just shooting threes no more. I just think the league has changed a little bit. Yeah. I really wonder if Billy has some type of say or, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, you know, talking to AK, to asking him, what, you know, what players works best in, in whatever system that he's running. Well, obviously some miscommunication because none of these guys can shoot a three worth a damn. Yeah. So I don't understand why they shoot so many damn threes. They're not three-point specialists. Yep. It's only a few of them, and they they don't even shoot them that well. Mm -mm. So 
how are you trying to be a three-point shooting team and you can't even knock them down? You shot eight for 28 in this game. That's horrible. Yeah. Very, very much horrible. Yeah. 28%. Not good. I know high school teams shooting better than that. <laughs> so if you shot 28% and you shot 8 for 28, the best thing you can do to remedy that is get some stops. Mm-hmm. Because you're gonna miss, you're gonna miss. So you need you need stops and you need rebounds because you know you need more possessions because you're not making your shots. And then I'm doing that, they're giving teams second chance points. And and another caveat, if you're gonna want to shoot through, start driving to the hole. Everybody start cutting. You know, once the defense collapse, whoever's the hot man or the best shooter need to be somewhere in the corner or, or somewhere behind the arc, ready to unload. And you shooters don't get a lot of free throws, bro. Right. Shooters do not get a lot of free throws because they're shooting the ball. But when you attack the rim, you get way more free throws. Mm-hmm. So that's the caveat. If your shot's not falling, attack the rim and force them to fire you so you can get to the line and make some free throws and put points on the board. Mm-hmm. But these cold spells that the Bulls be having, man, it's the main reason why they lose. Yeah. And we need a system next year where the ball constantly moves. I don't want no hero ball and isolation plays. I don't want to see that shit at all. Unless we really, really need a bucket and then we can go to uh, Zach and say, take us home. But Zach had a, a lot of costly turnovers in this game. Zach don't have the best handles, man. I think somebody said he was a point guard, but uh, he doesn't have the best handles at all. But it also happened to bona fide point guard. So hopefully they address that's the first thing they address because you're right. Um, too many costly turnovers, and him and DeMar do not need to have the ball in their hands, especially during crush times all, all the time. Because Team's game plan, they're like, all right, here go fourth quarter. We know it's DeMar mid-range. You know what I'm saying? I've seen it every game. Uh, Three-point, they start doubling up Zach because they know Zach got the worst handles, and then he's going to do it. He's going to turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. So it's like after that, I mean, where else do we go? Because Vooch is not going to the paint. He ain't calling for it. He's too busy Mm -hmm. behind the arc. So, yeah, you're right, man. It's it's too many costly turnovers. All right, man. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, man, we're going to go into what's the game plan for next season or what should it be. And I'm going to address my interest in the Bulls next year right after this break. It's the Bulls Guys Podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms. Show us your support. You want the most uncensored and blunt podcast? The Bulls Guys Podcast, as only K-Dub and Greg Love can bring it to you. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, and all social media platforms. Back on the Bulls Guys Podcast, so we, 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 we basically went to the break saying that what's the game plan for next year? And I'm going to voice my opinion on my interest in the Bulls next year, which is very low. What's the game plan next year? Well, my take, number one, (laughs) is to figure out who you're keeping out of those. those. Uh, 
because that you know whoever you're not keeping, you need to free up your cap space and um, get your. And then the second thing would be the point guard. So you need to find out who you're gonna keep out of those seven players. Who's worth it? Evaluate mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? Because it starts from there. Because that'll tell you how much money you got. Yeah. So that's that's what I would. That's what I would start. Um, I think you got to get rid of either Demar or um, Zach. You can't keep both of them. I think they're both high volume scorers that need a lot of possessions. And I think when you got two guys like that, it takes away from the team. I think, yeah, you should have a big three, but I think the other two players need to specialize in something else than just trying to score. Mm-hmm. Um, these two are like direct images of each other, the way they try to play the game. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think relying on both of them only is gonna is gonna win us basketball games. Both of, first of all, both of them are not really good defenders. Right. So we basically gonna rely on both of them to shoot us out of a, shoot us out of or into a game. It's just, I just want a team that's like the baby bulls, where everybody is unselfish, the ball is shared, and they just have the defense on a swivel, just running all around the place, chasing the ball because they just playing so much good team defense and team ball, moving the mm-hmm. ball around. Yeah. That type of system has to return, and we need players that are hungry. I don't. I didn't feel like going into this game, or at all this whole season, that this team played with the utmost heart. Like they just, I just didn't feel like they played their hardest. You know what I'm saying, Kataka? Where you had to kill them to win the game. Mm-hmm. I felt like they they beat themselves in a lot of situations, and they gave up pretty fast. One teams went went right back at them. And another thing to add to that, it just I just noticed that when teams are punching them in the mouth, man, these guys they just rattle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For some reason, they just just get get flustered, and, and they easily taking off their game, man. We need some guys, man, that's gonna be able to have that that Mamba attitude. Like, okay, yeah, you punch me in the mouth, but hey, I'm I'm gonna give you another two jabs. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And just go toe to toe, and man, that's what the baby bulls did back in the day because everybody knew their role. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah, you, got drive. you know, you got uh Ben going, his he knew his role. He wasn't trying to, you know what I'm saying, trying to do too much. He just know that his game is just to hey, shoot the lights out. Joe mm-hmm. had his role. You weren't catching Joe by the three point line. Joe is there to get the get the garbage, you know, the garbage baskets and blocking some shots. So everybody had their role, man, but it seemed like everybody just wants to either shoot threes. We'll pass the ball to Demar and 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 Zach, and that's it. It's yeah. And and Ben Gordon was the highest scorer on the team coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. So you don't microwave. have to start, huh? Yeah, he was the microwave, Vinny. Yeah, man, you don't have to start to get your your point across, man. But you know, it, it's sad that the season ended like this, fans. And this is our last show and going until next year, until the season starts back. And man, like. I thought we was going to have another week of podcast, Kotako, at least two weeks. It would look like it's, it's over. And, you know, um, we got to regather ourselves for next year. And um, hopefully we're talking a lot on the podcast about how many, how much games we're winning because it's like the Bulls have hit rock bottom right now, in my opinion, with that loss. They hit rock bottom. Like, you can't even get into a, a playoff spot. And you were given a play-in chance to get in, and you still couldn't get in. That means you're really horrible. 
Yeah, man. And all them games that they gave away, man, that they were in it, and also to these busted teams that let these teams like your Houston Rockets beat you, mm-hmm. now that shit's coming back to haunt them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're going to even be in the play-in. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. All right, man. Man, this season is over, man. And um, I think uh, my most memorable uh, win of the season for us was against the Golden State Warriors in the United Center. That was the game that really made me like, yo, man, the Bulls can really do something. You know what I'm saying? They're really better than what I thought is when – and everybody played on the Warriors. Curry played, Clay played. Everybody played. So, for me, that was our biggest win of the season for me. Wow, that's a tough one for me. There was another one too before you said think of Taka against Milwaukee where we were down the whole game and we came back and beat them in the UC. Okay. Remember that game? What? That's a second for me. Those two games I felt like was our biggest ones of the season. I think um one of the biggest to me was finally beating Joel and B. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because he was just giving us shit the whole the whole damn season. And then we finally beat him. The dude just want to run his ass off the court and not shake no hands, you know what I'm saying, hold his head down. So I'm going to say that's probably the biggest one to me. And he was the sorest winner when he was winning, like rubbing our nose in it, but he can't shake hands when he, when he loses. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't like dudes like that, man. I mean, I have no yeah. respect. And he tried to fight the Nets tonight. Um, I mean, listen, that's my sentimental team because I grew up from like blocks away from Barclays. So now that the Bulls ain't in it, that's my team, the Nets, or my team that I'm rooting for that's in the playoffs. Um, hey. Atlanta just got smoked today, man, in their first game. Yeah, they they didn't. I don't, I don't, Atlanta, one of them teams to me, it's like they like the Knicks, man. It's like, yeah, you want to root for them? Yeah, they show you some. You know, a couple of games, and then all of a sudden, they just like, you're like, what the hell? You know what I mean? So, yeah, Atlanta, yeah, I'm sorry. They might be the ones who's going to get swept. <laughs> they don't shape up. They got 122 to 99. I don't know what these analysts were thinking, but they don't look like they got a puncher's chance to win a game in that series. Look like they're going to get swept. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no competition. Uh, so man, it's the end of the season, folks, and um, appreciate all your contributions all season. Uh, the people that have subscribed to the podcast, we appreciate you. Um, we're hoping to have a lot more subscribers at least by next year or even in the near, very near future. Um, we're trying to grow. Um, podcasts can't grow in, in, unless they have fans to support them. Um, me and Kataka, uh, we don't get paid to do this podcast. We're doing it out of the kindness of our heart and because we love the Chicago Bulls, you know, but yeah. we are spending our precious time of our lives like doing this podcast. So we would appreciate, you know, much more support, you know, um, from people and donations as well, because, you know, like this is like a job for us. We're taking our time of our lives to do this, you know what I mean? And you know, that's that's as, as blunt as I could put it. Not many people that's doing a channel will tell you that, but these channels got got a quota that they got to meet. I got to pay bills to get the time to, to even record this podcast and, and even post it to YouTube so, you know, you guys can listen to it through YouTube. So, you know, we have an overhead, you know, and you know, I'm just taking it on the chin, you know, and not many people are supporting us. 
you know, but we do have some that are, and I appreciate those, but, you know, we would just like you guys to support us a lot more. We're, we're a new channel, and, you know, we're, we're still in the growing process, but, you know, we can't grow without you guys. But um, we appreciate those who, who have been with us all season. It's been a great season two, and I'm looking forward to season three. Yeah, I agree with you, K-Dub. Yeah, we thank you guys for, you know, chiming in and, you know, definitely share, man. Share share the podcast. We want to know somebody that loves sports, that loves the Bulls, you know, hey, male or female. Mm-hmm. We don't get paid fast, but we have a passion to just talk sports. We, we, we're sports lovers. We're Chicago Bulls lovers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely we thank you guys for being a hey, encourage you guys uh, that's listening for the first time to you know keep listening and hopefully uh in the off season we have some some better news some great news and and hopefully uh management will prove us get us a a, a juggernaut so thank you all right all right chicago um thank you for joining us um season's over and um we'll be back next year i i, I see positive things especially if AK's willing to make some moves. And, um, you know, thank you for joining us, you know, all season. Once again, also like and subscribe to the channel, support. And um, until next year, Bulls fans, go Bulls. Go Bulls.